Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime. Perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1619. Weight Tracker, Why I Ditched the Scale for Good, and You Can Too, part two by Crystal Cargus of crystalcargus.com. And I'm Dr. Neil, your very own personal narrator. Hey there, happy Sunday, and welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, where I simply read to you from the best health and fitness blogs, always with permission from the sites, and always with a bit of my commentary at the end. Now, today's post is part two from yesterday. So if you're new here or skipping around, I'd recommend listening to yesterday's episode first. That was episode 1618. But if you're all caught up, I'm sure you're excited to hear part two, So let's get to it and continue optimizing your life. Weight Tracker, Why I Ditched the Scale for Good, and You Can Too, Part 2, by Crystal Cargus of crystalcargus.com. While getting rid of my scale didn't magically heal my relationship with food and my body overnight, it was a starting point that shifted the tide in a new direction. It changed the narrative in my brain that my weight was no longer defining my worth, nor could it dictate how or what I would feed my body. It allowed me to turn down some of that deafening external noise so I could actually pay attention to what my body was needing and come home to myself. It created the momentum I needed to move forward toward healing and trust in my body once more. To this day, we don't own a scale or have one in our home. I think the last time I was weighed was when my partner and I were expecting, and even then, I committed to doing blind weights at the doctor's office so as not to become preoccupied with the pregnancy weight tracker. It is possible to break free from the pregnancy weight gain tracker so you can focus on doing what's most important to keep you and your baby healthy and safe during pregnancy. And FYI, you can opt out of being weighed during pregnancy without jeopardizing your health and safety. There are many other markers your providers can use to assess your health outside of being weighed. It has been so liberating to reclaim life from the scale and to learn to live in alignment with my body and values, not fighting against them. Ultimately, I'm hopeful that as my children grow up, they'll be empowered to trust their bodies in the same way. 
I know they'll inevitably encounter diet culture in various ways and places, but I'm hopeful the alliance they've built with their bodies will keep them impermeable to the lure and ploys of diet culture. Reclaiming your life from the scale. If you too want to reclaim your life from diet culture and heal your relationship with food and your body, I want to encourage you to consider the role your scale plays in your life. Do you find yourself needing to step on it frequently? Do you need it as a reassurance or guidance? Does it dictate the course of your day, including how you feel about your body and what you decide to eat? Let me tell you something. It doesn't have to control you anymore. It doesn't have to take up any more of your precious mental space or energy. As a recovered scale addict, I can tell you with complete assurance that giving up your scale will be the best thing you ever did for yourself. Will it feel strange at first? Yes. Is it possible to live without it? Also, yes. Not just live, but thrive and take a powerful step forward in reclaiming your life from diet culture. It starts with awareness, understanding the role your scale may be playing in your life and the power it may have over you. Then it's a matter of acknowledging enough is enough and deciding how you want to get rid of your scale. Do you want to throw it out with the trash? Smash it to smithereens with the sledgehammer? That could actually be super therapeutic. Remove it from your home and your life and give yourself full permission to start living, eating, and being without it. Trust me on this one, you will not regret your decision. And when you're toying with the idea but not sure if you're ready to let it go, keep your whys in mind as your motivation. Here are just a few reasons why you would benefit from getting rid of your scale. More mental space to focus on the things that really matter in your life. More clarity around how to listen to your body. The capacity to enjoy freedom with food. Increased ability to treat yourself with the respect and kindness you deserve. The ability to model body respect and kindness to your children. And stopping diet culture from entering into another generation. There's no better time than now to take this brave step forward to making peace with food and your body and reclaiming your life from diet culture. It starts by creating the change you want to see for your own children. You don't have to wait until you've reached a certain weight or clothing size to break up with your scale. You can do it today and start enjoying the freedom that comes with separating yourself and your worth from a number. Don't I need weight control to be healthy? One of the common pushbacks I get from this idea of surrendering the scale has to do with weight control for the sake of being healthy. Is it necessary to monitor your weight in order to be healthy? While there are many differing opinions about this, I would argue that ongoing weight monitoring is not necessary to maintain health, at least not health in the sense that encompasses all aspects of your well-being, including physical, emotional, and mental health. Because truly, the number on the scale doesn't reflect anything about you as a person, including the status of your overall health. Watering down health to weight alone is a diet culture tactic that keeps people trapped in a narrow view of what really matters. But look at it like this. If weighing yourself and stressing over your weight is creating more stress and anxiety for you, is that helping your health? In reality, the stress you might feel around your weight is far worse for your physical and mental health. So when you think about needing to weigh yourself for health reasons, be sure to keep the big picture in mind. What do you feel like you're achieving by monitoring your weight? Is it bringing added stress into your life? Are you compromising your mental health in pursuit of your physical health? Remember, there is no health without mental health. 
you no longer need to measure your worth or health by a number on the scale. And by living this out, you will teach your children to do the same. You just listened to part two of the post titled Weight Tracker, Why I Ditched the Scale for Good, and You Can Too, by Crystal Cargus of crystalcargus.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster, and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. Today's author, Crystal, made some really strong points about the potential issues with relying on that number on a scale to determine our health status. The other issue is that the scale can actually be pretty inaccurate when it comes to measuring body weight. Even though that's its sole job, there are inaccuracies that can occur. For example, if we weigh ourselves wearing different clothes each time, that's gonna give us an inaccurate measure of any changes to our body weight. This is because our clothes can add up to six pounds to our body weight. And if we wear ourselves wearing jeans and a sweatshirt one day and shorts and a t-shirt the next, any changes we see on the scale could be just because of the change in clothes. That's why it's recommended we always weigh ourselves wearing the same clothes or wearing just our birthday suits. What if we weigh ourselves at different times each day? If we weigh in the morning one day and then weigh ourselves in the evening another, any differences on the scale could be due to the fact that we weighed ourselves on an empty stomach after having used the bathroom, like in the morning, and then the next time after dinner, like when we weigh ourselves in the evening. These are just some of the reasons the number on the scale could be inaccurate, and that's why we can't let it make or break us and the pursuit of our goals. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening every day. I hope you have a great rest of your day and great rest of the weekend, and I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.